0: Welcome to the Silver Surfers Digital Inclusion Program for Seniors Empowers Elderly Population podcast hosted on today's Modern Educator. I'm your host Matt Langan. The city of Patterson, California is better known globally as the apricot capital of the world, but for a smaller population of local residents, it's also becoming known for its recent launch of a digital inclusion program for seniors. The pandemic focused attention on digital inequalities in education, but others also felt the negative effect. This is why officials for the city of Patterson decided to address this lack of computer literacy among seniors. In doing so, not only are they making the world more accessible for the elderly community, but consequently, less lonely as well. And today we are speaking with Scott Pearson, who's the recreation supervisor for the Hammond Senior Center for the City of Patterson and Lewis Puig, who is the Verizon Senior Account Manager. More about this and Scott and Lewis. thanks for joining us today. Matt, thank you for having us on, appreciate it.
1: Yes, definitely appreciate it. Thank you so
0: much, Matt. Absolutely, it's great to have you both. And let's really start at the top, if you don't mind, can you tell us about the digital inclusion program for seniors that recently launched in Patterson? and how it, how it aims to address computer literacy.
1: Coming from the from the Hammond Senior Center point of view here, we had a computer lab, but we only have six computers in there. So we could only teach six students at a time for the most part. Many of the older adults here in the community were lacking the skills and simply simply not being comfortable with modern technology and being able to use the computers, their cell phones and things like that. So when we found out about the access to technology grant, we didn't feel we could pass it up. We definitely jumped at that. Um, we figured we could use this program, mass market to the seniors, and then they could learn in a friendly, non-threatening, peer-driven environment. And that's so important because so many times they're just not comfortable learning from younger people or people that they don't trust. We're with them pretty much every day, so they see us, they start to trust us, and that builds that relationship, is, which is really good. Not only was the goal to give the participants the iPads, obviously, but also internet service with plans to reduce that barrier to participate in the online realm. Um, Like I mentioned, so many of them are uncomfortable with that, so that was really beneficial. We also purchased student manuals, as well as covers and cases for the units. And then one thing that we really thought was a good idea was to buy keyboards. Um, That helps the seniors use them. They're more comfortable using keyboards than just the mouse. um, So that was definitely beneficial. We developed a 16-week age-appropriate curriculum, which was developed to cover many of the common topics with the iPads that were given to each individual. Um, We talked about such things as apps, Zoom, camera usage, a lot with photo sharing, editing, things of that nature, FaceTime, and then obviously internet and how to use it safely. That was a big component of what we were doing. Um, We created an iPad policy. We had an orientation with all the students, and we went over the iPads, showed them the basics, informed them how the class would work, and then we were off and running. First
2: clients I actually reached out to was Patterson. It's close to home. I I live in Manteca. It's about 35 minute drive. And I was fortunate to to meet with uh, Mr. Kyle Ford, which, you know, awesome person. And he introduced me to a pilot program that the city of Patterson was actually going to be holding for uh, senior citizens because, you know, there wasn't a big focus on different age groups that might need assistance as well. And when we start talking about it, um, obviously I was excited because Verizon has a great program called Digital Inclusion that helps with one affordable internet, but pilot programs like this, just to help close that digital divide and keep people connected. And this just this pr- uh, pilot program they were doing fit perfectly right into what uh, Verizon could help partner with the seat of Patterson and get things up and running um, and definitely help out the senior citizens.
0: That's excellent. Thank you both for those great responses there. So let's have a, kind of step back for a second. So what really were the main motivations or factors that led officials in Patterson to initiate this digital inclusion program for seniors? And we'll, we'll go with Scott on this one.
1: I think it kind of falls to what Lewis was saying too earlier. Like a lot of other locations, the pandemic really made us look at our operations. We tried to do virtual classes for the seniors during that time frame without a lot of success. So we had to look into why we weren't having success. Before the pandemic, we would have, the building would be filled. We'd have tons of people here. They'd been enjoying themselves, having fun. But then when the pandemic arose, we didn't get them same people to participate online. So we wanted to make sure we connected the seniors with the outside world and reduce that isolation that they felt during the pandemic. Obviously, loneliness with the older adults is associated with so many different bad things like depression, anxiety, um, increased risk of dementia. Obviously, we felt that if we could address many of these issues with getting the seniors more comfortable with using technology, that would be a good thing. So one of the goals is definitely to increase the context for the older adults and make them more comfortable with technology. And I think we're making strides in that regard.
0: That's awesome. Really, really good stuff there. And in many ways, you answered my question here for the next, but it's such a good topic that maybe we'll just go a layer deeper on it. So really, this digital inclusion program does address larger issues, like you mentioned, like social social isolation, loneliness, even mental illness. Can you just tell us just a little bit more about that aspect of it?
1: Yeah, they definitely come into play without a doubt. In addition, I'll add some other things like just chronic illness, living alone for the seniors, loss of hearing, that typically becomes prevalent with this age group. So with this program, the seniors are more comfortable using technology we are in a sense giving them a lifeline to a world outside their normal realm. And I think one of the big things that I've seen too, just from working here before even this program began, the need for information and referral, the INR piece is so vital and being able to search for information online. And the big part is feeling safe and comfortable doing so becomes so important. And that's one of the things that this program has allowed the seniors to do So they feel more comfortable looking up items like doctors, looking up medicines, just looking up things that they can look into. And like what you mentioned, mental health, there's so many resources online that they're unaware of. And this definitely opens up their their eyes to seeing that. And and one of the other things that's so encouraging to see is the seniors working together to figure out how to do these things. Um, We typically have tables of three or four students on each table. And a lot of times one would kind of be their leader and then the other two or three would kind of follow. And then sometimes somebody knew something, somebody else didn't know, until they'd show each other how to do it, and that peer network and that communication is so vital, and it's so good to see. It might be a small first step, but I truly believe it is a step in the right direction.
0: Excellent. So, Scott, are there any plans to expand or replicate this program in other communities or cities? And if so, what are the key considerations in doing so?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, once we got the program off the ground, I know there was a couple other senior centers in Stanislaus County here in California um, that piggybacked off our efforts. The two of them that I know of were Octo and Modesto. A key consideration would definitely be a patient teacher. With this age group, you don't move from one to two to three you start at one, one week, and you might make it up to one and a half, maybe to two, but then the next week, you're probably back at one. You're not already at two or three. You always have to re-emphasize going back, going back and learning what you needed and simple things like passwords and things become so prevalent with memory issues and things like that. Being sure to go back to square one so everybody can learn at the same pace becomes so important. I think another great thing is, is like Lewis mentioned earlier was finding great partners to work with. In this day and age when it seems budgets are always thin, there isn't enough money to go around, you have to be creative. Obviously with a program like this, we were able to get grant funding, which helps, but having other businesses and other agencies promote the program and partner with can be so valuable. One of our goals was definitely to reach those that are homebound or isolated. So the more that we could get the word out, spread the word, the better off we would be. And we ended up with 75 students gonna take the class. We just finished our first uh, session of 25. And like I said, it's filled already. Whereas when we used to be able to do six computer classes or six students at a time, think how long it would take to address 75 people. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Great stuff there. For our last question for this podcast is, you know, in looking ahead, what are the long-term goals and aspirations for the digital inclusion program in Patterson and how do you envision it evolving in the future? And we'll go with Scott.
1: Um, I would love to say that I could see this being a self-sustaining program, but I don't know if I can say that. Um, as I mentioned, we're having three classes with 25 students in each session during this calendar year. After that, we'll see. Obviously, if we can get some sponsorship, if we can get some funding, that would be great to continue it. But I know one of the things that I'm definitely going to do or we as a staff are going to do is check in with the participants after a year or so. See where they're at. See if they're continuing to use their iPad. See if they continue to use the resources available to them. And maybe even bring them back into the center for some refresher-type classes. That's a big deal. So many times they want to be in touch with their grandchildren or send pictures or chat through FaceTime with family members and such and and it's easy to forget how to do that stuff if you're not using it all the time and one of the things that we offer is like a tech support class so people can come in and just get that benefit or get that additional help as needed but i think the big thing is we're making a difference it's a start no matter how you look at it these 75 seniors will be given a fresh chance at experiencing something they probably could have never imagined when they were growing up without a doubt and hopefully because of that we're uh Improving their quality of life and reducing some of their society ills that we talked about early, like the mental mental illness and depression and anxiety issues. So all in all, I consider it definitely a win-win situation for everybody involved,
2: yeah, Matt, and just to add to that, when Covid hit a lot of stuff that happened, we were reactive. and And to me, this pilot program is being proactive in so many ways that you know if and you know hopefully it doesn't happen, something comes down the pipe again that, you know, does affect everyone as it did uh, with, with COVID. I know for the city of Patterson, they're going to be well-prepared based on the things that they're doing right now to get, you know, their citizens in the community um, and their involvement, their engagement of, of just pretty much their overall wellness. And just to add to that, being proactive um, is definitely going to help out in the long-term, you know, and this can go into different aspects of, of not just, you know, the iPads in this pilot program, but any kind of um, digital inclusion programs that, that cities uh, like Patterson are doing uh, to help out the communities.
0: Right. Well, this concludes the Silver Surfer's Digital Inclusion Program for Seniors Empowers Elderly Population podcast hosted on today's Modern Educator, where Scott Pearson, who's the Recreation Supervisor for the Hammond Senior Center for the City of Patterson, and Lewis Puick, who is the Verizon Senior, Senior Account Manager, discuss how the City of Patterson is really taking great steps to address the lack of computer literacy among seniors and the outcomes that they have seen so far with this. And Scott and Lewis, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you, Matt. I